Welcome to Plato's Gravity. I'm Aaron. I'm not Aaron. I am. I have no lovely bunches of coconuts. And I don't have coconuts either. What? What? There's a part of me that wants to hold the microphone really close to me. You are, in fact, holding the microphone close to you. So whispering into it. That part of you has been satisfied. I guess there are people out there that are really into ASMR. You know, people. Not a lot, but people do listen to this, Jason. Like. Oh, I said your name. Good. Oh. This is over. I ruined the shtick. Fucking ah. fuckity fuck. So uh, we're going to start off today's sparge. We're going to have a little bit of, uh, of fun today, which is our goal every day. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about white so label much. beers. So Jason came to me, and you know sometimes we know things, sometimes we don't know things, and that's okay. Jason came to me today, and he said, "Aaron, why don't we do the sparge on white label beers?" And I thought that he wasn't talking about beers whose label happened to be white. So I was forced to ask Jason. What is a white label beer? He he was forced to ask Jason, "What is the deal with airplane food?" And I was like, "Listen here, Seinfeld." Uh, so in in my mind, and the color I think changes depending on who you're talking to. But when I refer to a white label beer, it's a beer that is labeled as being of a of something. For instance, in this case, Aaron, what are we drinking right now? Uh, we are drinking a Trader Joe's beer. Uh, for those of you who don't live in the Midwest, Trader Joe is a grocery store. This is Trader Joe's Providential Belgian-style golden ale. It is an ale brewed with spices on Lees, 7.5% alcohol by volume. Now, Trader Joe's is a, uh, a grocery store uh, noted mostly because ninety around 90% of all things they sell are Trader Joe's branded products. And that's not... Uh, that's not necessarily just groceries. That is including beer. Now, how many listeners do you think have been to the Trader Joe's brewery? I have um, zero. Uh, absolutely zero, because Trader Joe's doesn't have a brewery, at least so far as I know. And this beer specifically was not brewed at a Trader Joe's-owned brewery. It was brewed at a separate brewery. In, in, in fact... They have two brows? Yes. Uh, the, no, there is a unibrow or... <laughs> There's a the Unibrew Unibrew, Unibrew brewery brewed this beer for Trader Joe's. Unib- Where's that at? Uh, that would be in the Canada, Quebec specifically. Is it? Yeah, that's not where Lauren Richard is. No, uh, that episode hasn't released yet, Jason. Uh, Will wacky flailing arm flailing inflatable doomsday time traveling uh, <laughs> listeners? Tim. Tiny Tim, Tiny Tim will know that uh, Lauren Richard's from Canada. Yeah, and she will be on the show next week. It's a great episode. She's an advanced Cicerone. You should listen in. Yeah, but uh, so this beer is labeled Trader Joe's, but it's Una, Unibrew, who who has a number of their own brews. That they, they, they have many brews. In fact, they're, they're quite famous, Unibrew. They, they make Le Fin du Monde, I believe. Yeah. In fact, this uh, Trader Joe's also sells that, and I think part of it is that partnership that led to this beer happening. So the first question was, what is a white-label beer? We've yeah. established what a white-label beer is. Uh, sorry for those of you who knew. We wasted your time. Yeah. Uh, Jason, But you, we love you. Why you same. Let's establish, why did you want to talk about this today? Well, so it's the idea of, is it okay to drink white-label beers? If it's not, I'm screwed. I'm doing it right now. Well, and you, so, okay, but... What is your instinct as far as drinking white label beer? Like if you when you I, so you remember when Big I've, Red I have two local answers. liquor store yeah yeah Big Red makes the the Big Red IPA Big which Red is IPA and brewed then in Wisconsin by somebody I don't even know who yeah white label there's a brewery out there that just contracts contract brews yeah okay so here, here's I have two answers to the question 
I have the answer that I want to have, and it's like the version of Aaron that I would like to be the true version of Aaron. And then I have another version, which sometimes happens. Okay. So version one, the aspirational Aaron answer is drink what you like to drink, damn it. So if you pick up a white label beer and it tastes good to you, then fucking drink it. And it's great. And there shouldn't be any rules about what you drink. However, sometimes I get a little uppity because I forget myself. And then I'm like, no, only don't drink though. But you know, actually, to be honest with you, I think even that version, the uppity beer version of Aaron, doesn't care as much about white label beer as he does just crap beer. So if the white label beer is good, why do I care? That's uh, that's a really good point. Um, it's the thing I struggle with. The thing I personally struggle with is not because I also come from the pretentious hipster. My God, I love car seat headrest uh, <laughs> perspective. Um, is is not so much that it is white label it's that i don't know the people behind it because most of like in this case unibrew's making it so i'm like well it's probably gonna be fine yeah i would trust basically any unibrew beer to be good this beer in fact is good yeah it's tasty yeah it's it's tasty it's not like amazing it's not my jam like it it, it's a golden ale and it has uh, like it doesn't it has a, a sweetness to it but it also has like an it's it's not a sour it's definitely not there's an acidity there's a, but just, there's an acidity to it there's a hint of a lot of things there's a hint of the fruitiness you would want there's a hint of the acidity you might want there's a hint of many things it's not hitting you over the head with any of those in any distinct way it is the garth brooks yeah, nobody would ever drink this beer and be like, this is shit. With our arms wide open. Is that that's, Garth Brooks? That's Creed. Jesus. How that's, do you know more music? <laughs> that's that, that song is very... <laughs> Jason, my, <laughs> my dad left when I was five, and that song makes me cry, and now you've made me talk about it on the Good show. Good Lord. You should... You know what uh, the guys from that one band did? Uh, that one band? Jesus. Um, hang on. I'll get there. The one there's a band from like the 2000s where every song is about how he's a shitty dad because his dad was a shitty dad. Um, you're asking Everclear, me. not Everclear. God damn it! Do, do, do you have a song from them? I don't uh, even know. Do they sing "Father of Mine"? Father of Mine. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I know that you song. Know that, that band? also makes me cry. I don't know who sang every it. Every fucking song they do is like, "I'm a shitty dad, and I left yeah. my family, and also my dad was a piece of shit." Well, I thought their songs were more about how they didn't want to be shitty dads like their own dads. There's a little bit of that, but it's you know what uh, history can. I don't know. I enjoy the songs at the same time that I'm like. Like, you guys are bright. They make they make me upset. So it's not Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks songs makes me happy. I like Garth Brooks and I like this beer. So they should have been there on I, a Sunday morning, bringing my hair. Whose song is that? That's Creed. That's, that's another. Oh, that's Creed. Creed. Song. Okay. That's that's a by the that's way a deep cut. It's I, not really a deep. I cut. would. Uh, I think it's sort of unnice for you to sing two Creed songs without singing a Destiny's Child song. Uh, it's been a I, mile. I been thought while. that I thought Beyonce is <clears throat> the lead singer of Creed, not Beyonce. Yeah. Oh, that's that's. Um. I, I, no. Anyway, let me see. I'm a sur- Have I done Survivor? I don't know. I um, can't remember musical reference. Okay, I'm gonna. I, I I can't do a Destiny's Child. I'll do a Beyonce song. Uh, I had a hard. Things were bad, and then I turned them into lemonade because my grandma's awesome. I think you've really harmonized well with the version. If we played that version like under like aside you, I think it would be crushing it right now. Fucking nailed it. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. So, um, but no, I think it is okay. I, I mean, I think drinking white level beer is okay. I think 
the Trader Joe's, the, the, the things they've chosen to put up, I think, have been good. This is good. I've had a peach sour that was actually pretty tasty, a little bit too sweet, but very palatable. I would I mean, serve it. I, I think, let, let's talk about why people would, would criticize it. Mm. So, uh, I'm going to try to make something up, because I, I don't actually, I personally well, wouldn't no, criticize let's it. Use, let's use cold hard facts. So, I would criticize it because fuck you. No, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean that is a fact. You would do that. So, you, you could say, okay, so if, if someone's making white label beer... Mm. Um, they're probably making it on a, on a, uh, a somewhat large scale because no grocery store or no other person who wants white label beer to occur is going to reach out to a brewery that can't produce enough quantity for them yeah. to sell. So it might have like, a, it does have like a macro feel to it. Now Maybe. I will say talking through this, I think one thing that is a little shitty is like, so there's white label brewing where like someone who doesn't brew any of their own beer gets someone to brew for them. And then there's contract brewing, which is where a brewery just doesn't have the capacity to brew their own beer, so they have someone else brew it for them. Yeah. Um, I'm also pretty cool with that. Like, does it does it matter who they contract with? This is my this is my question: Is does it matter? Is, should you have all the information up front, or does that even matter? Oh, I, I think what matters is beer quality and beer consistency. So, uh, like, I think in interviewing brewers for this show, yeah. And talking about, I've learned a little bit more about this. And we've talked about, we talked to contract brewers. We've talked to contract brewers. And I think what seems to work well is when that, so let's say I have uh, beer G. Uh, the, the the beer is G. Why would it's you start the, at that letter? The key of G is the beer. And uh, the key of F is the saddest. The key of F is saddest. Okay, so let's go with the key of F is the beer. And I make a beer called the key of F. If you decide that you you can't keep up on production of that and you decide to outsource it and contract it, mm-hmm. and then whatever brewery does that for you brews all your key of F, I think that's fine. But if you're going to make key of F in-house and you're going to contract it, it's like it's just not going to be the same. And that's weird. And I don't like it. Well, and I guess so on, on top of that, in, in terms of things you might be afraid of, like if you're not the brewer who made the recipe, right? If it's right. not your baby. Right. If you're not the artist that painted the picture, when you go to make the print of it, do you care nearly as much? Or are you just doing work? And I think the the honest the, the honest truth is maybe, but like at the end of the day, brewers like when I show up to work, I don't show up to work to do a half ass job because it I'm working on someone else's thing. I show up to do the best that I can because like at the end of the day I'm gonna I'm gonna die, and if I'm not doing good work, then well, what's the fucking point? That got deep. Yeah, I'm gonna. Well, I think that's. I mean, honestly, I guess I, I my my assumption is that any brewer working on a brew is is doing their best to make that brew the best they can because that's what they love. Well, not necessarily what well, they. Love, that's not, what they do. I, I I mean, I think that's false. I I think there are brewers. Oh. I mean, I, I think there are brewers who get into brewing because they love beer and they want to make great beer, and then their passion is for the beer. But there's also just a fair number of people who just start breweries because they think it's the trendy thing to do, and start they want to make brewers, some money, yes, but... and they don't make good beer, or they make make a couple lucky good beers or whatever. But but I think I can't imagine you ending up being the being the kind of person that starts a brewery just because you want to make money, and ending up in a position where you are. Um, the recipient of other people's contracts to brew. Well, I, actually, I, I mean, honestly, I would like to have an episode about this on some... We need to find someone who does this. Okay. Uh, because I, I honestly think that could definitely happen because 
what if you're really bad at making beer that sells, but somebody just needs? So I think w- w- one thing that happens a lot is if you're a shitty brewer, you don't need to turn and burn your system as often. So let's say I open like a, a 15 barrel brew house, and I and my 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 I have a tap room model, and I want to just sell 15 barrels, and I want to just bur- brew as often as I can and sell all over the tap, and I can't sell it fast enough. Well, then I have brewery systems waiting for space. So what do I have? I have I have a space to contract brew. Sure. So in some sense, you're not going to get the best breweries to do contract brewing because they need to turn and burn. So I feel like you may be only getting me- mediocre to lower quality breweries who have the space or capacity to do this. And I think I'm oversimplifying that. I don't know that much about the, the, the beer industry and the specifics, but I think there might be some tendency for you to get lower quality brewers doing this type of contract brewing or white label stuff. Well, and I think like – so when we Obviously just- not the, the beer we're drinking now, like Unibrow. Y- 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 unibrow. unibrow we keep saying unibrow because Uni- aaron's unibrow. looking at me and i have a unibrow that's that's fair. but they are, are i mean they have they i, make, they I make, shave they make, my unibrow they make great beer which is an example of how i'm oversimplifying but i Uni think brew. but i think just in the context of jason's point that he feels like only good brewers are being selected I, I don't think that's necessarily true i think i think good brewers that are bad at marketing would be my hope if you're doing contract brewing you're a an amazing brewer who just can't name a beer, can't get it out in the public, or you're just in a weird place where the locality doesn't lend itself to brewing. But you can distribute, you can make wort and ship it, or you right. can make beer and ship it. I think what's more interesting is the motivation. Like, why does Trader Joe's want to have a Trader Joe's branded beer? Well, Trader Joe's wants to have everything branded Trader Joe's because they make more money that way. Do they? they do do they, I mean they're still they're still playing Unibrew to. They are, I guess, I'm not entirely, actually, that's 100% valid. I'm going to bullshit if I give you a better answer. This isn't the podcast of us just speculating about things we don't know about. Well, no, I know, like, I've read articles about, because Trader Joe's is in the same vein as a, okay, so the the old lore is Trader Joe's is owned by the same family that owns Aldi's. Okay. They're, They're, like, cousins or something like that. They do not charge 25 cents for carts, though. Aldi's is a uh, discount uh, grocery store. They have very, very low prices because they don't have bags. Uh, They make you bag everything yourself. They make you boxes. They don't let you steal carts, which is the whole thing. It's very interesting. Cart stealing is a really big problem throughout the Midwest, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I have seven in my personal collection. (laughs) I just – I can't get enough of them, but – they're, 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 Especially those ones with the really tall things that keep you from getting out of the doors. That I mean, all you got to do is tip the cart to get it out, really. That's terrifying that you know that. But Trader <laughs> Joe's business model is having everything branded Trader Joe's. They're not selling you Oreos. They're selling you JoJo's. They're, right. se- they're not selling you um, so if I'm a Trader Swedish jo- fish. So, so, they're selling you Scandinavian swimmers. So if I'm a Trader Joe's customer yes, and I go in there and I see a Le Fin du Monde, uh-huh. Which is a brand I may or may not recognize if I'm into beer. They do, in fact, carry that. They yeah. do. Yeah. And, I, and then I also see a, uh, what, what the hell is this thing called again? A uh, providential Belgian style golden ale. Trader Joe's like, what? Like, I, I think, gosh. You know why you buy that? Why do I buy this? One? Why do I buy this instead? Because that other one is like $4 more expensive. Okay. Like this one, this beer, which is a great beer, it's, an, it's a bomber. So it's uh, a full pint, right? Right. Is uh that was uh six and a half bucks. Okay. The the other one was uh like um, ten bucks. Okay, so let's let's do this. We are coming up on time for our spars, and of course that's kind of bullshit because the sparges can sometimes be long if we just don't care. Yeah. Sure. But we like to keep them around fifteen 
yeah, at some point we realize that I'm just a talking nose and you have to listen to me. So we try to keep me short. And so on a good week, we have about 160 listeners to the show. What I want to do is I want to have out the stats. God damn. This well, is how, this is the only way I found out how many people listen to us. Is yeah. When, on we, the when, when we record on the sparge. So on a good week, we have 160 listeners. So let's hope this is a good week. I want to talk to somebody who knows more about this, who knows more about why uh, Unibrew can do cheaper beers for Trader Joe's if they don't have their name on them. Yeah, like that, I, I don't say I I don't know, or maybe just why Unibrew. It, like if you it, even if you don't have an episode's worth of stuff, if you just know information about like why is that cheaper or yeah, just anything, just reach out to us. Yeah, we we'd love we'd love to know about that. Uh, that would be great. But I think in general, to answer your original question for the show, is or it, if you're a contract brewer, just get with yeah, us. we'd love to interview contract brewers. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, in general. Is it okay to drink white label beer? Yeah, sure. Drink it with you what you like. I I mean, if you don't enjoy the beer, don't drink it. If you yeah. enjoy the beer, drink it. I am hundred percent on board with it. And he, and even guilty guilty. So I bought the the B, the big red liquor, which is the liquor store around here that has some white label beer. It's B R L I P A. It's just real simple. Yeah. It's like three dollars for a six pack. Yeah. I, I'm telling you what, it's not great, but it's not bad. It's certainly worth three dollars. So <laughs> Oh, man, I was at, uh, shoot, where was I? I was at a Walmart today, and I saw hams for less than $11. Oh, man. For a cube. For a cube of beer. And I was like, you know what? For, for Someone made fermented water. That's the, that's, that price is worth that much, fermented water. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good Even if it's hams. Even, even if it's hams. So we want to, as always, thank our listeners for listening to the Spars. Thank you for listening to us ramble about white label beers. <laughs> uh, we'd like for you to reach out to us with any information you have about white label or contract brewing, because we, especially if you know someone in you the industry. You know, blue label or red label, black uh, label. Scotch is not the topic of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we would like uh, to, to hear from you guys about this, so reach out to us on the If your the highness socials. would like to reach out to us about the purple label... At Plato's Gravity on yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Untapped. There's no Pornhub. Fucking Jason. That's gonna. Uh, fucking Jason. At fucking Jason. At I realized, Pornhub.com. I realize I just made that good. Uh, I so need sorry. to reserve that. I bet fucking Jason's already taken on Pornhub. It, it, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's too bad. So, uh, or you can email the show at podcast at Plato's Gravity uh, com. We look forward to uh, seeing uh, to seeing you or. We look forward to you hearing from us. No, send week. us pictures. Don't send us nudes. Send don't, nudes. Don't just send. Don't yeah. send us Jason, nudes. this is getting off the rails. Sorry, it's the internet. Thank you for listening to the show. We will see you next time. In the meantime, learn some more about contract brewing. Do not send us nudes. Brew some of your own beer and uh, have some fun. Bye. Bye.